You are listening to the Star Coach Podcast with Meg Rentschler, episode 113. It's the flag, it's the indicators, like, oh, I'm in, I'm in place of struggle. Huh, hang on, that shows me I'm off track. And so, you know, when I look at this, the principle from the significant living is that of ease. And I believe that ease is actually our natural set point as human beings. Like, I believe it's actually our birthright and something that, you know, that shows us again that we're on track or off track. And so when we're in that place of struggle, we're not in ease. And it's about coming back to center. It's about recognizing where we're off track and just giving ourselves permission to go within, look at how we've been giving up, you know, our power, or our control in the world and actually come back to ourselves. I'm saying that over and over again, but it's because it's so important. It's the key to all this. And as coaches, the listeners of your show, as coaches, we know that that's the key coming back to ourselves. And so I'm just going to like keep underlining that over and over again because it's so important. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hi, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler. We have a fabulous show for you today, an important topic, and I think about where it landed in the year and think that it just was magic that it happened when it did. What I'm talking about today with our special guest, Signe Wilson, is the concept of living significantly. And what we're specifically looking at today is what Signe calls the radical gift of struggle. We're going to be talking about how we make choices, the lens that we look at life through. And what better time to do that than as we're wrapping up one year and beginning to look at how we want to show up in the next year. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the show in just a second. I do want to remind you that as I'm wrapping up one year and looking toward continuing the show and bringing resources to you through this next year, I would love your feedback. And there is a survey on the homepage at starcoachshow.com. I'll also put a link in the show notes for you to take a survey, to give me some feedback about what your needs are, where you are thriving in your business, where there might be struggles in your business, just what perspective and what lens you're looking through. So I would encourage you to give me that feedback so that I can continue in a direction that's most helpful to you. So now let's get into what we're going to focus on in today's show. As I mentioned, our guest is Signe Wilson. She is an electrifying, enthusiastic, change maker, entrepreneur, coach, and speaker. I just recently had the opportunity to meet her and the synergy was immediate. We had so much fun together. She is absolutely passionate about helping us participate in life fully. She demands that you choose to live fully beginning immediately. 
She's provocative. She's action-oriented and authentic. And she's going to call us forward to be our best selves and to live our best lives, doing whatever it takes for us to wake up and be able to give contribution to the world in a way that's meaningful. Now, obviously, this is the Star Coach Show. We did focus on how we as coaches can live significantly as well as how do we help our clients do that. And we are going to focus in on one of her principles of significant living, the radical gift of struggle, and what that brings forth. It was one of my favorite interviews. We talked about some really important things for all of us to evaluate and look at as we move forward as individuals, as professionals, as coaches who are interacting with others who also need to be challenged to live their best lives. So let's go to our interview with Signe Wilson. Signe Wilson, welcome to the Star Coach Show. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be participating in the magic that you've created. Oh, that is so wonderful. And you know, I know the audience is going to absolutely eat up what we're going to talk about today. We're talking about such an important topic. Before we get there, I'd like them to learn about you from you just a little bit. So what is it that attracted you into the field of coaching and I know made you passionate about it? Oh, great. I love that question. I guess I started down the coaching path journey in 2000. And, you know, at the time I didn't even really know what it was. It was like a new, new profession. And so it's like getting curious about what was possible through it. And I met some of the people in coaching that, you know, that were already working in the profession. And I just fell in love with them. Like they were so big hearted and generous and caring and really wanted to make a difference. And that was just like, <gasps> these are my people. Like, these are people that care about what I care about. Oh, I know exactly that. Oh, yes. So, I mean, we're just, I mean, it's an amazing profession filled with amazing people. And when I finally got into it, I was like, oh, this is actually, I love that I can have a ripple effect by coaching one person. It impacts all of their life and all the people in their life. And that just like keeps going out. And so I, I love that almost more than anything else. Wow. And that is such a good segue into what we're talking about today, because one of your passions is helping people live a significant life. And we're really tapping into that significance, not just surviving, not just sort of being you know, out in the waves, getting knocked around and going wherever you get pushed, but actually making some choices and living that significant life. And I'm so excited to have you on to talk about that. Well, I'm so, I'm so excited to talk about that. And I just, every time I hear the word significant, because of course, when you see it written, what I've done is I've taken my name, Signy, and turned it into this whole brand of like significance. And so, so every time you say it, I sort of smile with like, yes, significant living. Yes. Yeah. And I was put here on the earth to help you do that because I was even named for it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this is my mission in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. So where I know that you have this framework mm-hmm. that you not only live by, but you help others tap into and live by. And today 
we're going to do a deep dive into one of your principles, but we will let everybody know what all seven principles are and how you can get more information about it. But it's such dynamic stuff. Let's get into what is it specifically that we are going to explore today. Great. So what we're going to be talking about today is what I call the radical gift of struggle. And the thing is, like when I look around my world, there is so much chaos everywhere. Like there's chaos in the leaders, there's chaos in the markets. There's, I mean, there's just chaos in so many places. And I think that there's a way that, you know, there's another way to look at it because the way we're looking at it as it being chaos is actually creating its own problem. I truly believe that how we see the world creates the world. Right. So what we're looking at, the direction we're looking, the things that we're paying attention to is actually creating what it is that we are seeing next. And well, our that, brain is just amazing. It's like, oh, that's what you want me to see. Let me find more of it. Yeah. It's a little bit like a Google search engine. Like whatever you type in, your brain is instantly going there trying to look for evidence of that thing. And it's like, well, the problem with that is most people are looking for how they are a victim in the world, like for how the circumstances have impacted them or how they have no power or no control. And I'm on a mission to take people from, you know, like where, seeing themselves as victims to actually seeing themselves as the creator of their world. So everybody really to the creator of their world. And what I'd love for the listeners to be kind of thinking about as we talk today is both how can I apply what Signe's talking about to my own life? And as I partner with other people to help them become more empowered and more focused and make better choices, how can I take what Signe's talking about and help me be a better coach for those people as well? I love the lens you're looking through because, of course, people are here, they're coaches, and they're excited about how to help other people. So, you know, so that recognition that all of us slip into victim at some point. All of us get overwhelmed by our circumstances or, you know, like have that sort of feeling of like, ah, and it can be easy to go into that. And so, you know, for individuals to recognize that in themselves and for coaches to be able to help their clients with this and realize when they've slipped into that place of victimhood, they've slipped into letting circumstances run the show and then how to help them turn the corner to actually you're in charge of creating what you want. What's it going to be? Without necessarily labeling them, I would think as a victim or you know, hitting them upside the head and say, quit being a victim. I mean, I don't know that that's really the the approach that you're thinking about us taking. So how do we help people become aware of the lens that they're looking through? Oh, that's great. And so you're right. I mean, you don't necessarily want to throw in the word victim unless you're going for a shock factor. And I'm kind of doing that a little bit now, making it dramatic. There is a way that the drama can help people realize, like be like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't see that in myself. But yeah, it's helping them realize when that place where circumstances is dominating, when their saboteur has gotten them and they can't even kind of see what's really important, when they've gotten to that place where they're more in negativity than positivity. That's really like from a coach lens, that's where you're like seeing, oh, this person has gotten lost. They've gotten lost in the struggle. And that's, so let's come back to the the sort of the way I frame the topic is the radical gift of struggle. What I believe the radical gift of struggle is that it shows us that we're off track because I believe that when we are in struggle, it means we're out of alignment with ourselves, with the essence of who we are. And what a great way to reframe struggle as a red flag or as a notice so that we can make a choice to shift perspective rather than that struggle is just a place for me to curl up in a ball and go sit in the corner. 
Exactly. I love that. So it's, it's like, yes, it's the flag. It's the indicator. It's like, oh, I'm in, I'm in place of struggle. Huh, hang on. That shows me I'm off track. And so, you know, when I look at this, the principle from the significant living is that of ease. And I believe that ease is actually our natural set point as human beings. Like, I believe it's actually our birthright and something that, you know, that shows us again that we're on track or off track. And so when we're in that place of struggle, we're not in ease. And it's about coming back to center. It's about recognizing where we're off track and just giving ourselves permission to go within, look at how we've been giving up, you know, our power, our control in the world and actually come back to ourselves. I'm saying that over and over again, but it's because it's so important. It's the key to all this. And as coaches, the listeners of your show, as coaches, we know that that's the key coming back to ourselves. And so I'm just going to like keep underlining that over and over again, because it's so important. Well, and it's also important because sometimes we can know that that's the case, but still get caught up in our own cyclone of overwhelm. Yeah. So knowing it and living doesn't mean it. that we don't need to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, knowing it and living it. Yeah. Well, it's one of the things that I say, it's not like I have like mastered all of these principles and now I'm a guru, you know, on the mountain. Rather, I am living them all the time. I'm having to revisit them all the time. And that's the value of this work. And as coaches, we have to do this. We have to be committed to our own personal development, you know, so that we can continue to support our clients. And so it's like, I'm constantly working these seven principles. I'm constantly looking at how am I, you know, fully myself and fully expressed so I can have that experience of fully alive it's not something you put on the shelf, you read, you put on the shelf, and then you're like, oh, good, I've got that tick, I've graduated. No, 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 it's like a practice. And, and a constant revisiting. And I know that life has given you some major struggles to, to, so it's not like you're sitting here from your, you know, silver spoon in your mouth saying, <laughs> yes, I handle my struggle as well. I know that you've had some struggles that you've had to apply this to, and I don't know what you're comfortable kind of sharing, oh. but... <laughs> so coming from that place of really having gone through some struggle, mm-hmm. how, how have you personally learned and been able to apply this? That's great. So I, I mean, the struggle that you're talking about is that I'm a cancer survivor. And so at the tender age of 32, I got diagnosed with breast cancer. And I mean, it rocked my world, right? It rocked my world. And my first reaction was like, okay, I've got to tuck in really hard and I've got to, you know, do some hard work and I've got to make it all happen. It's like, well, that's actually the indicator. Like I am, you know, if you look at the word disease, like I got the disease of cancer, that is dis-ease. Like I was not in ease anymore. And I, and in fact made it like, I am going to fight cancer. And I became this fierce powerhouse. And I mean, obviously that's an appropriate response to cancer, but I was out of alignment in that I wasn't, it was all externally focused and none of it was looking in and needing to find my own balance internally. And that's really what's so important. I believe with, with all of this stuff, like finding that internal equanimity is what gives us the power to then choose how to be with our world. And I mean, this is a perfect example. I could easily have felt victim to cancer. And I did. There were days I was like, why did this happen to me? I'm so young. I mean, it actually rippled out. I then had, you know, the chemotherapy did damage to my ovaries. And so then I discovered that I wouldn't be able to have children because of the chemo and the cancer. You know, I mean, it went on and on. And I could have been in this place of like, how did this happen to me? Like, it's not fair. And yet what I've been able to do is say, well, actually, that's the gift that I offer the world. Like I, I have a level of compassion with people's struggle that makes me not just a fierce coach, but also a loving coach. And that combination, what's well, some of my secret sauce, really. Oh, that's right. so good. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, even as I look at it now, like here I am smiling, it's like, 
cancer was a gift in a very weird way, but it woke me up. It woke me up to that place that I was living a half life and I didn't even see it. And then cancer had me go like, are you going to commit? Like, are you in or are you out? And I'm like, oh, hey, baby, I am in. <laughs> I am in and I'm choosing it fully like, like that. Wow. And your stake is in the ground and you're <laughs> ripple affecting everywhere. So significant so, impact. Yes. That's the, yes. one of the other principles. So yes, it's, it looks like that. So as you help people understand the radical gift of struggle so that they can acknowledge, wow, I'm out of alignment. I'm out of ease. Any other thoughts or tips that, that either our audience can immediately apply or that they might be able to use with their clients? That's great. One of the things that I noticed about this is that the, so the other side of ease, it can be struggle, that's part of it. But the other thing I notice as an internal gauge is that place of forcing. And forcing looks like driving, pushing, hustling, that whole kind of like make it happen thing. And one of the things that I've recognized and realized for myself and all the people that I coach is that forcing is actually a habit. Like it's, we've become in our society really used to just, well, you've got to push it. Like if it's not, if it's not flowing, you've just got to like give it a little nudge. Or if it's not a little nudge, you've just got to like go harder. And the problem with that is that we get further and further away from that indicator inside ourselves, that still small voice that lets us know where we actually are in relation to our own heart. And so when we get into that habit of forcing, we can't even hear ourselves anymore. And we're not. So for example, one of the, the things that popped into my mind is that as we begin building a business, let's say, many of our listeners are in business for themselves. And as they begin to determine where do I fit in this and how do I want my business to look or how do I attract people who yeah, are right. good fits to work with me, the more they push, the more they force the issue, the less attractive they're going to be. Hundred percent, and I see. That I work a lot with you know students going through through a certification program around coaching, and just that place where it almost comes across as more grabby or desperate or forcing or pushing, and people can feel that, right? Like that's not actually it's not appealing when you're looking like what you're looking for in a coach. And so again, that place of like how we see our world creates our world, and you can shift how you're seeing it. And that actually makes the difference between it, whether you're in that place of ease and trusting and allowing and flowing, or if you're grabbing and pushing and forcing. So That's- another indicator, if you are pushing and forcing, and I know that we all have experienced being in a relationship where we feel that the other person is just pushing or forcing in, yeah. in what, a, it's just not a comfortable place to be. Yeah. So another red flag to begin to think about, wait a minute, how do I want to be in this situation? What yeah. is living significantly? What does having sort of the fit for me really look like? Well, that's, I love that you're saying that. And it's such an important part of coaching because, you know, I believe that all coaches usually do that sample session where, you know, you get an opportunity to talk to somebody sort of a half an hour, uh, they experience you, you experience them and you see if it's a fit. And that fit thing is so key. And I've learned that like when I was first coaching, I was so like, I'll take any client. Like I just, I want to build. Are you breathing? Yeah. Are you breathing? You're my client. Right. And it didn't, it didn't work as well because the ones that love me and I love them, there's a trust that goes so deep that we end up, you know, they share more than they would. Because I've had the difference. I've had the ones where it flows and the ones where it doesn't. They share more, they trust more, they engage more, and they get more out of the coaching. So I'm actually ripping people off 
when I'm working with someone that's not a good fit for me because they end up not getting quite as much. And then the coaching profession can get dinged because people can be like, oh, well, that coach, they weren't so great. You know, coaching. It was okay, but we don't want necessarily it was okay. We want, it was really, it really took me to a different place than I ever would have gone if I didn't have a coach. Exactly. We want that kind of lit up place where their life is transformed as opposed to good enough. And so that's why I meant a lot of that has to do with fit. And fit, this is a great example of like forcing it's not fit. Like that's doesn't, it's not how it works. Yeah. Another thing you asked me sort of tips or places to look around this. I want to make a distinction between hard work and struggle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm not saying like, Oh, if it's hard work, you'd like just sit on the sofa and wait for the clients to come. Like that's not it either. But hard work, like when you're passionate, when you're engaged, when you see why it matters, that's very different from that place where you're like trying to, you know, push against something and you know it's not working. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually give a little example of that. I, coming up in January, I'm launching my Significant Living webinar, which I'm so excited about. I was planning to do it in the fall and nothing was working. Nothing was working. I was having technical issues. I couldn't get the information out. Like It was just all these ways that it wasn't flowing. And it was a, it was a struggle. Like I just feel that it felt off. And then I finally was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift it. I'm going to move it to January. Ever since I've done that, it's been flowing. I mean, even this is an example. We connected and we're talking about this and you're like, oh my God, let's do a podcast. Let's talk about you know, some of these principles. Let's move this forward. That's an example of flow. It's an example of ease. And it shows me that I'm on track and that this is the right time to do the webinar, not in the fall. Isn't that interesting? And, and even when we were talking about it, the first thing that popped in my brain was, what a beautiful thing for people to give themselves for, for Christmas or Hanukkah for the holiday, because it is such a powerful principle. And and I think something that we all need to just settle into because it's going to land on everybody the way that they need it to land on them. 100%. Then I was like, well, of course you're doing it in January because that just makes sense. What a way to begin the new year with significant living. Hello. Like, Like 2019, the year of significant living. Yes. And I'm watching people step into that. Like I've actually had, you know, one person asked her partner, for this as a gift, right? So this is her Christmas gift. It's one of her Christmas gifts. So I love that, right? It's a way that you can have it be a gift to yourself or that somebody else can gift it to you. And so when we think about the the ways that we can live significantly, why don't we talk? I know we we're really focused on that very first principle, which is ease, but there are seven principles to your program and seven principles sort of to the framework that you've learned and that you work with your clients around. Starting with ease, what comes after ease? Well, and and I say that ease is actually in the center because it connects to all of it. It is the indicator. It is the kind of knowing that you're on track. That there's three of the principles are the what of significant living, and then three are the how you do that. Oh, the what's and the hows. Exactly what coaches need to know. Exactly, right? All those pieces. And then the indicator being the ease in the center. But so the, the first one is a what, and what is fully alive. And I define fully alive as fully yourself plus fully expressed. That's what equals fully alive. And when we're like not fully ourselves and we're not fully expressed, whatever that looks like for us, then we're living a half-life. And that's not as powerful, not actually what we're here to do. And so that's the what. And then the how that you get to that is the second principle, which is the daily radical. Because I believe you have to every day be pushing and stretching. Like it has to be a practice. It's not something like, oh, well, you know, I did something, you know, earlier this week and so I'm good. It's like we need to keep pushing the edges of our own comfort zone so that we can be in that place of fully ourselves and fully expressed. 
Oh, I love that. Daily radical. Oh, I love it. (laughs) And then the the next one is what I call epic love. Epic epic, love. Yeah, it just sounds fun, right? Right, like that. But what's important about epic love is it's not just romantic love, because there's this way that we make it, oh, like love or epic love is about like one day my prince or princess will come. It's actually not that. It's like epic love is that place of the power of love because love, you know, it's a verb, it's a noun, but it's also experience. It's an attitude. It's a, like, it's our, it's a way of being. And so epic love is a 360 thing. It's about loving ourselves. It's about loving another. It's about loving our community, loving our home, loving our career, all of those pieces. Wow. And so the other side of that, the how of that would be? Alignment. And that really touches on some of what we've been saying here. Like, how do you maintain alignment with yourself? How do you stay in right relationship with yourself and also with the world around you? Like, how do you really find that peace? And and it's so much about what we've been talking about here, like how you see the world. Like when I see the world as, you know, painful, hard, problematic, then that's what my world becomes, you know, and I, be, and I feel a little bit victim to it or overwhelmed by circumstance. When I can see what is good in the day, even if I'm having a terrible day, I can still see the best part of the day. I change my focus and I become someone who's engaging at a whole different level. Such powerful, powerful <laughs> information. I love oh. saying it and then watching your face because you get all excited. It's so funny. I do. It's like, oh, let's jump in. And you also talk about conscious transitions. What's the conscious transitions part? Well, that's the last how. So let me, so significant impact is the last of the three what's. And that's like, I believe we're all yearning to have a meaningful impact in the world. I mean, certainly people that come to these, you know, come to the webinar, certainly people that are come to coaching want to have a significant impact. And so it's a little bit about finding your own unique offering. Like what is it that you bring the world that's different from everybody else? Because that's how we have what's actually that impact we want to have. Like that's how it's signature and unique and specific to us. And that's something that I talk with coaches about all the time anyway, in, because, you know, the coaching profession is growing by leaps and bounds. So how do we find our particular special uniqueness that we bring forward? So, so key. So key. It's so important because I, I hear from so many coaches, they're like, oh, but there's a thousand coaches out there. And how do I distinguish myself? It's like, well, you need to get clarity on that. And that's some of what I help people with. You need to get clarity on that so that you can, you know, know when you're marketing yourself, know when you're like, and part of it is that ease, like what we were talking before, like fit and getting those clients that are the right clients, because you know who you are, you know what your contribution is, you know what you're excited about. And when you're radiating that, they will find you. Like it actually changes your energy in the world. The people that are meant to come to you, come to you. Absolutely. So, and, and you do that. So the how of that is? Right. And that's the place you were talking about, the conscious transitions. So as opposed to kind of being asleep at the wheel and letting it happen to you, it's saying, well, this is changing. How do I work with it? As opposed to how do I fight it or how do I, because so much the instinct is something's changing and I don't like it and I don't, you know, we, we back up. I mean, the example of me and cancer, there I was going like, oh, this is terrifying. It's like, or I can say, yeah, my life is about to change forever. And how do I want to, oh, I got goosebumps as I'm saying it. How do I want to relate to that? Mm-hmm. How do I want to be around it so that I'm actually making maximum use of it as opposed to it happening to me? Because it's going to happen. That had already, you know, we didn't have a choice. There wasn't a vote there. 
<laughs> it was now that, and so for example, when I work with the whole concept of cognitive coaching and belief systems, it's yes. not that bad things don't happen, or it's not that our clients or ourselves aren't dealing with struggle or impactful situations. It's how are we going to respond to those because they're going to happen. 100%. And, and we have a choice at that point about how we show up in yeah. response to that. I've kind of, I've created a keynote speech out of that very thing and I call it choose the change, right? So before it happens, like before it becomes something that feels like it happens to you, be proactive and choose the change, like go out and get it. And that's part of it, right? We know even, even happy changes, like getting married, having a baby, you know, all that kind of stuff that is still impactful. And the more conscious we can be, the smoother that transition is. Because some people are just a just kind of freaked about change period change is an exciting ride if we can see it that way and if we make the choice yes yes so what have i not asked you that you think oh and this is also what people really need to know oh i love that question although you're asked so many great questions i'm like oh i i don't even i don't even know what to say i think that there's a couple things that really stand out for me and that is this whole idea that your life is your responsibility and I think there's so many people out in the world that busy, not wanting to see that, not wanting to take responsibility for their lives and kind of being on autopilot. And, you know, like truth be told, the people that come to coaching are usually at that place where they have, you know, they, they're no longer asleep, but they're also not this, like when I talk about fully alive, they're not in the alive place, but they're, they are awake. And in that place, they can sometimes, it can feel overwhelming. And so there's something about helping people realize that, you know, your life is your responsibility and how you choose to step into that is what's going to make all the difference. So that's a big piece. That's such big. a big piece. I, I believe it's so fully. I mean, obviously as a cancer survivor, I'm like, oh, it's my job. It wasn't my doctor's job to save me. It was my job to decide what I wanted in my life and how I was going to go after that and then make it so. Wow. Yeah. And then the other thing that I'm such a stand for, and I, I'm, I believe that probably all coaches feel this way. So I'm speaking to the converted here, singing <laughs> to the choir. But I believe that we need each other to heal. Like you can't do this alone. And when I say heal, I mean, that was sort of my stand during cancer. I created Team Signy and, and made it as fun as I possibly could. Oh, how awesome. Because, you know, that's who I am. Right. But there was something, there's something about all of it. Like we need each other to heal our broken hearts. We need each other to heal that place where we feel isolated and lonely. Because I, you know, I see it in our world. Like we maybe have partners or we maybe are at work, but we're still feeling isolated and lonely. We need each other to heal that. We can't do it alone. So how do we come together? How do we, you know, create an opportunity to have those significant lives that I know we're all yearning for? And, you know, I believe that happens through significant conversations, like the one we're having right here, right. like the ones that we'll be having as part of the webinar. It's like, how do we, you know, how do we really choose that intentional, intentionally and consciously? Wow. Now I have goosebumps. <laughs> so I want everyone to know that this webinar series that Signe has coming up is, is in January. There will be information for it on the resource page at starcoachshow.com. And please, just even if you just check out Signe's website, because she's got some great videos on there that you need to hear. And, and to be able to just look through a different lens maybe or add to the lens that, that you are currently using. It's just really powerful information. And Signe, thank you so much for joining us 
so that we could get the message out and really give people tips and strategies that they can use today to begin to turn the focus from struggle to ease or at least learn that that's our body telling us something. That's that's an indicator and how are we going to respond to that indication? 100% and I you know I just I am so I feel so honored to be on the show and to be like talking to you getting this message out to others because it's just such an important thing that we we need to be looking at like how as both as coaches and then how do we help our clients with it because you know whatever doctor heal thyself it's like coach help yourself right so how do we actually do that and how do we support ourselves to keep developing ourselves so i feel very grateful to be on the show and just so excited to have met you you are such a dynamic engaging fun loving person that i have a feeling we're going to we're going to be in contact for a while. I think that that just might be the case. And just as a little teaser for the audience, Signe and I have talked about maybe a couple other things that we all need to be sure to we bring to you. So keep your eyes and ears open for that. You have a wonderful week. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful week too. And I look forward to more, more in the new year. Absolutely. You know, in addition to her own practice, Signe is also on faculty at Coach Training Institute. I can imagine that her classes are so dynamic. Speaking of so dynamic, if you want to know more about Signe and about her webinar course that she mentioned in today's show, go to the resource page at starcoachshow.com and you'll find all the information linking you there. I am intending to join her webinar series. I just want more of what she has to offer. So don't be shy. Check out the information at starcoachshow.com. And while you're on the site, you might want to sign up for our ongoing giveaway. We currently are offering a deck of cards from Eileen Schaefer, her positive psychology mindful stepping cards are in our giveaway and they are really good. Somebody's going to want to win those and you can't win them if you don't go to the contact page and fill in your name and contact information so that you can be in the drawing. If you are enjoying the show, I would so appreciate a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. The more rates and reviews we get, the more other people learn about the Star Coach Show. And I would so appreciate that. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Have a fantastic week and come on back next week where we will continue to share strategies, tools, and resources for all professional coaches. Take care.